Welcome to The Essential Rhythm, science-based natural history and human ecology from the North Atlantic seashore. This is episode six. Do species matter? The answer, maybe. In episode five, I talked about the problem of defining a species. What makes a species a species? Do we, like the famous line about pornography, simply know it when we see it? Is there a test an organism must pass to be classified as one species or another? And why do we feel the need to put things in a discrete box anyway? Arguments about our desire for knowledge as thinly veiled mechanism for control and domination of nature, or that an understanding of the evolutionary history of life on Earth feeds and fills the well of our deep and pre-human creativity aside, there are very practical reasons for attempting to define and delineate biological species. There are two recognized species of lobster in the North Atlantic Ocean, Homerus americanus, the American lobster famous on the coast of Maine and throughout New England and Maritime Canada, and Homerus gamerus, the European lobster. The casual observer would have a difficult time telling them apart, especially when they're cooked. Both turn an equally bright red. In live form, the European lobster is often much more blue, and the spines on the rostrum, the projection between the eyes and the center of the lobster's face, differs between species. Both are harvested from wild fisheries that have locally important economic impacts, and probably more so in the American lobster part of the Atlantic. The American lobster fishery is much larger than the European one, but the demand for lobster is high in Europe. Couple that with a fishery that depends on consumption far beyond what local economies could absorb, and a target species typically shipped whole and live, and you have a recipe for the wholesale movement of one species into the territory and habitat of another. Understanding when two species are separated enough that when they are reunited on one of them's home turf, we could consider the other invasive or a threat is important. And so while science may be comfortable with the ambiguity around the definition of species, policymakers and resource managers generally are not. The question of whether or not these two lobsters are indeed different species is more than just academic. Live shipments of American lobsters from the Northwest Atlantic to Europe are worth hundreds of millions of dollars. And because live American lobsters have been documented now in European waters, and hybrid-slash-American lobster crosses have also been documented, the European Union flirted with a ban on live American lobster imports in 2016. The fear was, and is, that American lobsters could become invasive and either outcompete European lobsters for habitat or breed them out of existence, leading to a world with American lobsters in the Northwest Atlantic and American-slash-European hybrid lobsters in the Northeast Atlantic and no purely European lobsters anywhere. After tense negotiations, the EU was persuaded to back down until researchers can conclusively demonstrate that the European-slash-American lobster hybrids are not only viable but fertile. And so we wait for lab-grown hybrids to reach reproductive age and presumably mate in captivity. It may be a long wait, though early evidence hints that the hybrids may be less fit than either of the parents. Some of them express a physical malformation that would result in poor swimming ability, in which case the concerns about a takeover by hybrid super lobsters might be misplaced. Understanding speciation and defining species are ultimately about genetic diversity. And genetic diversity is the currency of biodiversity and evolution. Without diversity, populations are more vulnerable to all kinds of pressures. Preserving genetic diversity is the foundation of conservation biology. Setting up populations to be able to maintain themselves in a changing world is the essence of this work. 
So, yes, knowing whether the populations you are trying to preserve are one species or two largely determines the scope of your work. And, as we see from the lobster question, can have big economic impacts. This has been Episode 6 of The Essential Rhythm, written and produced by me, Sarah O'Malley. This theme music is Lightstream by the artist Siddhartha, used by permission through Creative Commons. Thanks for listening, and join us next week. 